welcome um, to to the show. It's uh, it's bodies, spaces, time, youth, age. <sighs> Let out a deep breath. It's a group show by Kevin Bracey and Liz Franzak. Today we're going to be talking about something that I think like a lot of people have had on their minds lately. America, America, kaka, <laughs> is built on five pillars: the pillars of pedophilic genocide, the pillar of pedophilic imperialism, the pillar of pedophilic capitalism, the pitter, p- 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 pillar of pedophilic uh, Western expansion, and the pillar of pedophilic pedophilia. <laughs> there has not been a single man, a single man in the United States government allegedly throughout our history that has not partaken in pedophilia. What we want to do is we want to knock down the pillars. We want a full depedophilization of America. <laughs> An America that can be free for all, no matter how old you are, no matter how many Hollywood movies that you haven't been selected to act in because you won't partake in certain twisted rituals. We want an America for everybody, except the pedophiles. Jeffrey Epstein. How you doing today, Liz? I'm good. How are you doing? I am fucking... I am... First of all, welcome to Chewing On, but I want to make something extremely clear because a lot of people apparently still don't get it. Liz and I are not on the list, and I know what list you're talking about. We are not on the pedophile list. We're doing this because we don't like pedophiles. We aren't doing this as a false flag. Stop emailing us about that, okay? Someone put our name up as a, our names up as a goof. Women are never even pedophiles usually, anyway. So why yeah. would this be on there? Uh, and my shit got cleared up before it even went to trial. So it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. There was no trial. There was no shit to clear no up. No trial. It no, just went straight no, to jail. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's never happened any at all. I was doing a bit and went too far. Please Speaking don't believe of doing that a part. Bit going uh-huh. too far. Uh, did you see the FBI memo? Are you? F- yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> did you, oh my God, did I see that? Boys chat's been going crazy over it. Really? Mm, no. Um, I Of course I've seen the FBI memo. It is, it's hard to believe that this isn't targeted at our fan base. I sort of, what's crazy is I think, I can't, I think Will posted something on Twitter about it, but he was like, uh-oh, been listening to Turn On, and it's kind of creepy. I mean, not to be totally narcissistic, but yeah. also... To be totally narcissistic, um, it is a bit funny the timing here. Well, I will say that if I was possibly a government agent charged with protecting the, the pedophilic cabal deep state, and there was a podcast made by people who are clear eyed, who are not cranks, and who are seekers of truth and justice, mm-hmm. and Marxists, uh, and Marxists too. I would be flipping the frick out right now. And I would put out memo after memo after memo after memo to discredit these people. So the FBI said conspiracy theories like QAnon and Pizzagate are domestic terrorism threats. See, that is wild to me. Because technically it's true. Caesar Sayoc or whatever, all those people. But those people were like made to do that by the FBI. This is, okay, we joke, but like this is kind of crazy. It is insane. So federal authorities believe, quote, identity-based and fringe political conspiracy theories are very likely to motivate some domestic terrorists to commit criminal and sometimes violent activity and tacitly support or legitimize violent action. So we should say we don't support any of that. Yeah, Uh, Uh, we don't support... Uh, QAnon violent action. But right. I will say, like, if... How should I phrase this? I'm gonna uh, phrase I this. don't think you should phrase this. I, I shouldn't phrase... <laughs> okay, okay, well, it's not... <laughs> Let's just say... Yeah, uh, you people are free thinkers, correct? Think for yourselves. <laughs> um, I do like that they point out identity-based. The FBI, it should be said, is anti-idpol. No, no, that's... <laughs> if you click on the link, it's Hotep. <laughs> um, um so what's crazy is so um i'm just looking at the, the the article about the memo is that um the fbi said another factor driving the intensity of this threat is quote the uncovering of real conspiracies or cover-ups involving illegal harmful or unconstitutional activities 
by government officials or leading political figures. So what you're saying is the FBI is afraid of these these so-called cranks uncovering actual conspiracies. They're literally afraid of the truth being uncovered. So if I was trying to hide the truth, I would also be extremely afraid of the truth being uncovered. So it's mean, natural. This is like so I don't know what to say to this. I know what to say to this. This is something and I, and I and I and I I want to make this very clear. I have seen people on the left cheer this on and say that oh yeah these QAnon people need to be rounded up they're called crazy they're you know this is all just out of the first of all literally there is a pedophile cabal that is like yeah, in league with the CIA those are our brothers and sisters well let me be clear about this step brothers and sisters those yeah those are like <laughs> those are what is it flowers in the attic no <laughs> no no, 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 the, uh, no, no. I, that's not what I meant to say what's the thing with the Bart Simpson there's like the crazy Bart in the attic they have it's a Simpsons episode oh, you know he's like I'm a not mutant. a boy I don't know that stuff I, uh, Ugh. Um, <laughs> it's like they're like they're like the they're like our twisted alter egos locked in the basement. Oh, they're like our bizarros. They're our bizarros, like in Seinfeld. Yeah, well, that's from Superman, but okay, okay fine. But like Bizarro Jerry. Yeah, bizarre. They're like Bizarro Jerry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they're incorrect. Uh, they're on a later episode, and um, they're all gonna get arrested by the FBI. But this is like this is one of those things that the FBI puts out there. They will use this to target our listeners. So if you are listening to this podcast, you are on a list. Yeah. You should be on another list, which is a list of patrons. (laughs) patrons. Moving on. So, um, hello, welcome. We didn't really do a proper introduction. Okay, yes. But... We are the only podcast dedicated solely with an iron will and eyes that pierce the veil uh, to, um, I guess... (laughs) Uncovering pedophiles? Yeah. Um, okay, so a lot happened this week. There's a lot in the news. Yeah. I have been at the DSA convention. Oh, God. Where, um, let me just say, the subject matter of this podcast was not discussed, but perhaps should have been. <laughs> um, how many pedophiles did you catch? Statistically, there would be 54 there if there was 1,000 delegates. <laughs> Well, Did I catch? Yeah. Well, I arrested several the moment I walked in there, kept them in my hotel room the entire time. But unfortunately, due to my Masonic Lodge order of police not actually technically having jurisdiction in Atlanta, per se, technically, <laughs> uh, I was forced to let them go. They but, gave you a couple points of privilege and you had to let them speak? Yeah. Uh, point of information, you're under arrest for suspected of being statistically possibly a pedophile. Uh, <laughs> it's pre-crime. It's DSA pre-crime. pre-crime exactly. Yeah. No, Google hook, hooked me up with a good AI system to figure it out. Uh, but I haven't been able to, I, these news has been trickling in. I've been staring at it instead of voting on the important decisions that were made. And we have some doozies. What do you want to talk about first? Victoria's Secret canceled. I've been trying to cancel Victoria's show. Secret for 20 years now. Cause they don't show Nick. Cause you don't know how to um, unbuckle a bra. Uh, first of all, I can unbuckle Unclassed. a bra. I can unbuckle a, a bra with just my <laughs> words. Those words being, can you please get your bra off? I can't figure this out. <laughs> Terrible. Also, much respect for having big enough titties that they need a bra. <laughs> Women love hearing that kind of shit. Um. <laughs> okay, so Victoria's Secret. So they canceled uh, the Angel runway show. Yeah, and it's funny. Is Ed Rezek, who was who was sort of credited for for making that show so huge, it resigned this week as well. So for those of you who haven't been paying attention, Les Wexner, who is basically like the only, he's the person where Epstein really got his start from. He was the CEO of L Brands, which controls among many other companies Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret fashion shows have factored pretty heavily, not heavily, but lightly sprinkled into the story because they were the sites sites of struggle, the sites. Uh, where uh, Ghislaine, who I will still call Ghislaine, please stop emailing us. I like saying Ghislaine. Uh, <laughs> where Ghislaine Maxwell uh, would would basically act as a pimp, and there would be this audience of older gentlemen there. By gentlemen, I mean pedophiles. Uh, there would be this audience of older men there who would pick out these women while they were walking down the runway. Ghislaine would go over to them, you know, to sort of take their order, so to speak, and go get the girl from them after the show. 
uh, that has been so Victoria's Secret's been on a lot of under a lot of scrutiny since the arrest of Mr. J. Epstein. So wait, we should run down some facts about Ed Ed Razek. By we, you mean you? <laughs> so Ed Razek was in the Little Black Book. Ed Razek was in the little the what the little black book that Epstein kept that had all his contacts. Yes, Ooh, and lo- actually, Epstein had eleven contact methods for Ed Razek. How many contact methods do you think? Like, if I you, don't even know what that means. If, like, um, how many do you have? Like, how many ways could I contact you? Um, good question. Okay, wait. Mobile. Uh huh. Email. Email. Um. Texts, but that's, that's the same really as mobile. Count. Yeah. Uh, you could DM me. Uh huh. Twitter or Instagram. Fellas, do not do that. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Facebook Messenger. I don't have Facebook. Okay. Well, perhaps I am a woman of mystery. Uh huh. Well, I'm an MOF man of Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do not add me, please. Uh, yeah. So. 11 contacts. That is, I mean, uh, presumably some of those were assistants and such, but... I mean, I hope it was like eight different cell phones. It's very clear that uh, Mr. Epstein not only valued Mr. Rezik's, uh, let's say, friendship, uh, but also was very intent on getting... Was his confidant. Yes. So Ed Razek was the head talent scout for Victoria's Secret, we should be clear. And we should be clear on what a talent scout for something like Victoria's Secret means. Well, he approved all of the angel castings. Okay. And and it, wasn't there a news story that came out recently about how how Epstein was was known as sort of a backdoor to get into angel shows or at least to get to get some spots in the, the catalog? Yes. Um, and that... That Epstein has definitely been front row. Mm-hmm. And there was a Post article... Um, that claimed that Epstein told a 16-year-old aspiring model, if you want me to help you, then you have to help me. Which was, is very, like, mob. That's like pedo mob yeah. vibe. Well, my people, the Jews, have always kind of wanted to be Italian, so I can't, I can't really... <laughs> in America, American ones have. Uh, especially from those from, from New York. Uh, yeah, and, there was and a... And Epstein once... once a, uh, there was sort of a first-person story that I think was also in the Post that came, came out recently... Uh, about a foreign-born model who came to Mr. Epstein's residence and ended up hitting him in the head with a dildo that he... he Wait, what? Her. I didn't, didn't see this. this? Yeah. No. Yeah, he... Uh, I he, don't read about that kind of stuff because I'm pure and perfect. Yeah, I read about it just for research. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally, though, I do. Uh, so she... This woman was brought to Mr. Epstein's townhouse, the infamous townhouse, with the chess figures made to look like his staff members in the, what is the hall full of eyeballs from Britain? Oh, God. Uh, he All she, eyes on you. Uh, eyes wide <laughs> shut. Eyes wide open. Yep. Uh, so she is brought by a assistant to Mr. Epstein's office. In Mr. Epstein's office, there is a massage table. Mr. Epstein, while they're speaking... <laughs> Uh, oh. begins to undress himself. And now this, this model... Of course, as one does. And mm-hmm. now this model had been told that if by going to Mr. Epstein's house and visiting him and speaking with him and sort of auditioning for him, uh, she could get into the Victoria's Secret catalog without going through all these crazy auditions and this huge process. Apparently he was sort of... The, 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 that was like the secret sneak way in there. And when she got right. to his house too, there was a lot of women walking around. So he's right. like, she figured, oh, this must be a semi-professional setting or something. Uh, he begins to undress himself, goes full nude, lies face down on the uh, table, and brings up next to him a dildo. And he says to use it. She takes the dildo. She strikes him with the dildo, and she flees. Uh, I believe she said she was pretty much blacklisted after that. How did he want that. her to use it? Like on uh, him? One one assumes that he... Well, there's two ways you could do it. He could say use it on yourself or use it on me. Right. I, what? Yeah, I'm asking you what you think. Uh, honestly, I think my on opinion her. is on him. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, uh, let's move on. <laughs> so Victoria's Secret prominently features in the whole Epstein um vile uh saga and there's been a lot of sort of talk from the more like woke teen vogue type circles about how victoria's secret just for the male gaze all this stuff if you only knew what victoria's secret was really for i don't i mean lingerie is lingerie i think it's unfair to paint all of this i'm talking about the brand victoria's secret and les wexner's uh empire well i mean yeah 
So yeah, I don't think that bras were created to funnel. I mob just wanna. Money. I'm like sick of woke Teen Vogue. One does wonder if teens read it. Um, it's just for like woke people to retweet on Twitter. Like no one actually reads that crap. I actually I do. Why? I read it to know what teens think, so I can help them avoid pedophiles. <laughs> oh my god, that's the new pedophile consulting team. business. All right, so what else do we got here? Okay, so that's what's going on with Victoria's Secret. Um, another thing, Jeffrey Epstein is trying to sell his helicopter. He's trying. He has a helicopter. Yeah, but actually, this is the. Um, I love page six. I love the New York Post. God bless him. I mean, you know, not Murdoch or whatever. But uh, Jeffrey Epstein selling creepy helicopter built for cuddling. <laughs> this helicopter was, wait, this copter's built for cuddling you, baby. So that doesn't really work. That's a kiss. Uh, <laughs> I was made for loving you, baby. Wealthy, but. convicted. <laughs> That's just, yeah. There we go. One of these days, these copters gonna, gonna cuddle over you. I hate it. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, we need to put out a soundtrack ASAP. Okay. Wealthy convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein is selling off his fancy helicopter. I love how they call it fancy. Which he allegedly, thank you, allegedly, used to shuttle young women and girls to the Hamptons. Ooh, where in the Hamptons? We should investigate some Hamptons links. We should go to the... Someone send us to the Hamptons. Yeah, and we'll, absolutely. We'll go to the white party and make sure everything's on the up and up. Yeah. Um, weird. It's a Sikorsky S-76. Now, my helicopter nerds out there will recognize that. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not do you know? Uh, let me look it up. I think I actually do know what that is. <laughs> The tail number bears his initials. Uh, S22JE. So someone should look that up in flight logs. I love all those crazy Q people. You know who you are. Oh, no. Never mind. I thought it was a helicopter that the Soviets use in Afghanistan, but it's not. Anyway, he's selling this cuddlecopter for... Um, $3 million, it looks like. Yeah, because he's. they said that he needs to liquidate his assets in order to try and attempt try to get to post bail although i thought he, i thought bail was denied so i don't really know well, what this, this is, is about. the what is this the page six yeah well they're not professional investigators so if you want to you know what they them. actually are i i trust page six more than i trust blind like, items have been huge yeah. for this helicopter of love helicopter who better pedophile helicopter <laughs> Cuddle. <laughs> Helicopter. A three million price tag. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein is selling, selling, selling <laughs> his helicopter. Uh, that is a fucking helicopter for freak perverts. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with this thing? You everyone we gotta look you gotta look at this photo. It's very I've never seen a helicopter look like this. Hold up, I'm bringing it up. Oh, yeah, that is a pretty strange looking. It appears to just be two long couches, and is that a rug between them, or is that metal? I, it's a rug. I think it's like a Turkish rug. So that is That's insanely a, weird. Yeah, so you like it's like bank seating in yeah. a helicopter. They say for cuddling. Yeah. I think we could take it a little further than well, that. Well, cuddling is just the, the notorious New York Post uh, uh, euphemism for pedophilia. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, he would use this helicopter to shuttle girls to the Hamptons, to other places, presumably Fire Island for parties. Uh, and it looks like, it doesn't look like the sort of thing you go in with your boys. It does not look like the kind of helicopter you picture a billionaire male who would go in with his business partners. No, it's very like sexy. It's like sexy copter. I have never seen, and I want to reiterate, I've never seen a helicopter with a shag rug. Like many <laughs> listeners of the show, I deeply studied air tactics in the Afghan-Soviet war, uh, and I have studied the insides of helicopters. No rugs. I've never seen one before. Uh, and it's the sort of rug that you can lie upon, the sort of rug that you can perhaps cuddle upon, uh, and that makes me sick. He could fit eight people on board. That's, yeah. Uh, so probably, that's a lot. That, and like well, if we're talking teens, those are exactly, smaller. Exactly, I would say probably 12. Yeah. It's interesting that two of his pilots, which is David, who David Rogers and Larry Visosky, have been subpoenaed by the grand jury. So actually, that happened, a, a, I guess, a little after uh, Epstein himself got arrested. But they haven't appeared in court yet. They lawyered up. Although one of them, I think, is cooperating and handed over a bunch of documents. And oh, such. really? Yeah. The uh, the prosecutors are looking for flight logs, 
for for um I guess that's all under flight logs, like where they went. Like uh, who was on there. Exactly. Who was on there. I think that's that's probably the most important part there. Uh, Larry Vysosky, uh, like many other people, I harassed him on Instagram. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, he locked up pretty quick after no. Epstein got arrested. Uh, it didn't look that weird, uh, the stuff I saw. Um, but again, that Instagram is gone now. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Uh, anyways, I have a feeling that those two probably will die of some sort of, uh, mysterious cancer within the next year. Yes. Like a, like a cardiac arrest perhaps is mm-hmm. in their near future. Yeah. Or they'll get so depressed that they'll die or maybe that even their wives and children will be killed. Aww. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they have them. Um, also, they did help Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. But now they're working with the authorities. Yeah, it's true. Who we also hate, but for some reason want to keep going. Well, because we got to keep the pod going. We do got to keep the pod going. So keep at it, Southern District of New York. So all these people online are also making a big hay out of the pizza boat in the Caribbean. The pizza boat is, it's like... I think this whole thing is very stupid. So the way I look at life is that Christ is writing a script for all of us, right? Like he's up there It's the grandmaster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he is doing this combination, one hand on the typewriter, the other with one of those conductor's wands, and he is directing and writing the symphony of the universe that is also a novel. Uh, Occasionally, though, he gets hungry. He gets tired. He gets a little schlocky. And he does stuff like puts a pizza boat (laughs) (laughs) on the coast of Big St. James Island. So do you want to talk about what this is? So the pizza boat appears to be a boat that sells pretty expensive pizzas, $30 a piece, uh, and it is docked in a little uh, little cove uh, on one of Epstein's, his bigger island, correct? Yeah, Big St. James. Big St. James. Or is and, it it's Great St. James? Uh, it's Great St. James. But I like saying big. I don't like the fact that they're both called James. It's just something, I don't know, little and big, I don't like that. <laughs> but it's an island that, like, Epstein owns it. He owns uh, Great St. James just as much as he owns Little St. James. Not as much attention has been paid to it, which... You know, I have theories about that. Uh, but, yeah, so this, it was a pretty popular tourist destination for a, for a while, right? I mean, that's what they say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who the fuck is going out there anyway? Look, these pizza makers are ex-MIT. Wait, really? Yes, ex-Wall Street. Okay. I'm just saying. You're yanking my chain here, right? I'm not. Okay, that I, is yeah, a I, little much for Brace to take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they have a 37-foot sailing boat uh-huh. that they cook pizzas on. Wood Cheese pizza. Cheese pizzas. And, of course, longtime listeners to pedophilic podcasts will know that cheese pizza CP stands for child pornography. But it seems like they really do sell pizza. Yeah, so does Comet Pizza. <laughs> it's called Pizza Pie with the pie symbol okay, because they're freaking dorks. For non, like, Epstein reasons, that just sucks. It's so These stupid. People... There's one named that here. There is? There's that. Oh, yeah, like... down on the mission, right? God, it's so stupid. Why do people think they're so clever? Hey, nerds. newsflash, you're not fucking clever. Yeah, hey, check this stupid. out, nerds. You need to be bullied. So a bunch of people on the internet jumped on this and were like, oh my God, and it's a pizza place in the island. It's just like Pizzagate. And I got to say, I don't buy it. I, I, You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. First of all, I would never buy $30 pizza anyways. And I wouldn't <laughs> eat pizza on the water, which I find, just, find strange. Yeah, that's really gross. Oh my God. Imagine it's like hot, hot cheese and you're just like, falling into the you're, water. You're like oh, trying to keep yourself up with one arm and you're just dripping this like grease into your mouth. <laughs> the little, the, oh, the little like mushrooms falling I mean, I will say nose. it does sound like a meal perfect for sickos. Mm-hmm. And perfect for people who have children around them. Uh yeah, so a it's floating it's, pizzeria. That's just not right. It let sounds, me tell you, if we want to talk about a floating pedophile place, it's called Little St. James. <laughs> Here is a receipt from Amazon.com, Jeff Bezos's business, Jeff Bozos's business, <laughs> uh, which has three books that Mr. Epstein bought under his own name and had shipped to his Palm Beach residence. Now, first in the shipment is a book called SM101, A Realistic Introduction. What's SM? Well, one could be forgiven for at first thinking that it was perhaps some complex scientific thing, but uh, one assumes it means sadomasochism. 
Uh, because contextual clues lead us to believe that, because the next book on the list is Slavecraft, Roadmaps for Erotic Servitude, Principles, Skills, and Tools. The third book is Training with Miss Abernathy, a workbook for erotic slaves and their owners. Oh my God, who's Miss Abernathy? I don't know, but I do not want to be enslaved by her. <laughs> Slavecraft. Sounds like she makes you do workbooks. Oh my God, imagine slave homework. So that actually hasn't really been talked about much in the Epstein thing. This seems to be like he was reading up on, on S&M stuff and sexual slaves, which, which brings to mind, once again, Nexium, N-X-I-V-M. Yes, the sex cult. Yes. Um, so, Slavecraft, Roadmaps for Erotic Servitude, Principles, Skills, and Tools. Let's take a little look. This is by uh, someone who's naming themselves a Grateful Slave. This is on Amazon? Mm-hmm. This says, The author of Ties That Bind joins forces with a Grateful Slave to produce this gripping and personal account on the subject of consensual slavery. Mm. Uh, that seems sort of like it's not real. Philosophical and intense, mm. Slavecraft dares to delve beneath the surface of a dom-sub relationship and gives us an intimate and revealing view from a rare perspective, that of a slave. Liz, I want to make one thing clear before we move on. We're kink shamers, right? Oh, fully. Yeah, all right. I'm an oh, I believe in shame. We fully shame need to bring back my shame. Life. Shaming is good. These so, people should be shamed. Those who say shame is unhealthy are anti-Semitic because <laughs> literally there would be none of my people. And anti-Catholic. Well, that's easy to do. <laughs> One can be forgiven for that. So it looks like SM 101, the first book on the list, says it goes by many names, bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, sadomasochism, and more. In Jay Wiseman's SM101, the long taboo subject of consensual sadomasochism is accurately accurately insightfully presented in the context of adult human sexuality, experience, and tradition for the interested non-specialist general reader. SM101 surveys the entire spectrum of consensual S&M practices from uh, from bondage to spanking to erotic role-playing and more. Now in an expanded second edition, SM101 includes a new chapter on starting and running sadomasochistic organizations and events for consensual adults. I don't really like the sound of that. Do you, Liz? Uh, no. I don't like any of this stuff. I am very sex negative. I Well, me too, by, by virtue of my being the last of the castrati. <laughs> but <laughs> I am... Uh, you should hear me sing, honey. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is a darker lens into a dark already dark world um the sex slave thing i kind of can't keep my mind off of because there is no way of knowing if these like if there aren't people out there that are still basically held for epstein you know what i mean yeah because i'm reading also about this apartment building he had in new york yes uh owned by his brother of course which is i mean as these people we know these sort of people operate in these um in these circles, but his brother, I believe, is a real estate developer. I mean, aren't they all? Yeah, they really all are. It's insane. These real estate developers, man, it's real. The, all the fire industries don't trust these people. Finance, insurance, real estate. So scum the, of the earth. This this building he owns on uh, on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. The punk. That's the, no, that's the Lower East Side. I don't yeah, know what the, happens uh, on the Upper, the upper East, East. That's where all the cool old biddies live. Oh, oh, what's a biddy? Like old lady. Ooh. Well, it sounds like there was some young ladies living there, too. Uh, almost all the apartments in the building, this is according to Business Insider, almost all the apartments in the building are owned by Epstein's brother, the real estate developer Mark Epstein. He purchased them from billionaire Leslie Wexner. Ooh, heard of him before. <laughs> this is so, you know, I repeatedly uh, said that allegedly the probably the prime minister who's going to be named is Tony Blair. It's looking lower like it's going to be Ehud Barak because he has been spotted several times visiting the I'm building. still holding out for Blair. Oh, but we're going to take down Blair. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Corbin, the Valkyries are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and this is what I find both most interesting and most disgusting is MC2, the modeling agency Epstein invested in, used the apartments to house overseas models. MC2's founder, Jean-Luc Brunel, had, a part, had an apartment there. So this is really 
these people are so stupid. I, it's like not enough to just be a sex pervert. You also have to be a freaking dork. Also, why are the, is everything housed in the same place? This is like businesses that Epstein owns, women that he owns, his friends all live in the same fucking apartment building. Well, listen to this. So it's called the modeling agency. They named it MC2 because allegedly it's named after Einstein's famous equation, which you might remember as MC squared, with the missing E standing for Epstein. No, dude. It's so fucking dorky. The missing E stands. This is the problem. So it's all these sex perverts are dorks. And this, it's they're not even cool sex perverts. It sucks that they do the symbolism stuff and shit like that to taunt us too and to like make gang stock our minds. Well, I think it's related. I think that's co-producing. I think that it's dorks and sex perverts. It's a co-producing phenomenon. According to the post, he thinks everyone is too dumb to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, in a 2000, 2010 deposition given by former MC2 bookmaker bookkeeper Mar, uh, Martiza Vasquez. Vasquez uh, many of those were foreign models. Many of the women living there were foreign models scouted by Brunel. Now, Brunel is very famous, and we will go into him in a different episode, too. But just briefly, he is a one of the sketchiest people in the modeling world. There have been many deaths related to his organization. And it's pretty much, like, known that he is he is a pimp um, and, and possibly something more sinister than that, a sex slaver, allegedly. I am, of course, again, not alleging these things. These things have been alleged others by others. I'm just repeating what I've heard. Uh, but very famously, uh, and has been reported often and is sort of coming up with more frequency, he once gifted Epstein three 12-year-old girls for his birthday, ugh. a fact that makes Liz make a very sad face. Ugh, I, uh, I feel sick. Yeah. He allegedly did that. So uh, there's also a really weird little detail in this article. Yes. Well, there's many, but yeah. yeah there's a lot. But um, so one of the units in this building is home to the studio of a fashion photographer named Joyce Anderson, mm-hmm. who specializes in headshots and, quote, children slash preteen sessions. I don't like that. So she's been there since 2007. Mm-hmm. And she, when she moved the studio from... 30 Vandom Street, which was a building owned by Mark Epstein. So it seems like they kind of just have, they, this is a whole organization. Mark Epstein also had a company registered to that same address called Saint Model and Talent. Saint Model and Talent? Mm-hmm. Like Saint James? Oh, for God's sakes. God has nothing to do with this, honey. Um, Vasquez, the the woman, the MC2 bookkeeper I was talking about, uh, her part of her job was helping to attain visas for the girls. Uh, there was one young girl, 14-year-old, who uh, who Epstein called about because her visa fell through. Epstein was apparently furious, um, demanding um, this get fixed. But apparently the problem was the girl was not really a model. She had never modeled before. And um, yeah, uh, according to Vasquez, that girl never worked. She was never a model. She was living in this place, but she disappeared. So this photographer also gets a little weirder because Joyce Anderson and Mark Epstein made a joint donation to a to the new school mm. and for a scholarship fund and had a long-standing relationship, according to Facebook details, including a, f- a photograph on Joyce Anderson's Facebook page that shows her with luggage on a road trip and in. Like, the luggage is embroidered with the name J. Epstein. Oh, that is not... Why do they do these things? A photographer who runs a child modeling studio in business with Jeffrey Epstein's brother lives in Jeff... Moves to Jeffrey Epstein's... Moves her business to Jeffrey Epstein's building where he houses models. Mm -hmm. Young, underage, very underage models. Models. Parents not even in the country. And she goes on road trips with him. So this girl I was talking about earlier, this 14-year-old girl, according, this is Business Insider says, according to a Palm Beach Police Department report from 2006, Epstein told one of his victims that this girl was a sex slave he had purchased from her parents in Yugoslavia when she was a teen. Um, This is so dark. She was frequently, she frequently participated in sexual acts with Epstein and his underage victims. So we've actually talked about, and we're we're, we're probably going to have a, we are definitely going to have a full episode on this in the past, but sex slave in the Balkans, uh, sex slavery in the Balkans has been a huge 
yeah. thing since since the fall of the uh, of Yugoslavia, which will rise again. Mm-hmm. Tito, um, R.I.P. But yeah, it, it, it part of like I think it, it, it's come hand in hand with American presence there. Uh, you well, get these, certainly a very specific one. Well, Bill Clinton's presence yes, there. Yes, William Jefferson himself. But all these places, Dyncor, Clinton, Epstein, seem to be taking these young girls. And Yugoslavia, or the, for, the former republics that made up Yugoslavia, factor pretty big into a lot of these stories. You, you see time and time again. I believe that girl I was talking about earlier in the episode, the, the one who, who rejected Epstein's advances in order to uh, be in the Victoria's Secret show, from the Balkans. Yeah, there's also, perhaps we should mention, and I don't like bringing him into this, mm-hmm. but Donnie Deals himself is married to... A girl from... Yes, yes. She's Slovenian, yes? She's Slovenian, she is. She's not Slovakian, which a lot no. of people have called her. She is Slovenian. Yes. Slovakians are Slavs. <laughs> so uh, this girl, by the time she was 22, she was working for an assistant as an assistant for Epstein, and she and three other uh, women were granted immunity as possible co-conspirators in that controversial plea deal. Um, I mean, this all of this is just so crazy. So you've got those, a modeling ring. You've yes. got re- New York real estate. Yes. Billionaires. Uh-huh. Photographers. The Balkans. The Balkans. Yeah. It all, like... Sometimes you're like, this all can't tie in, and then like, oh, look, this building literally ties them all together. I mean, they should have just done a real world about this. Yeah, they should. we should go, probably go. If you live in New York, it might not be a bad idea to go to this building. I think uh, you should. I'm alleging that perhaps that would be a fun field trip, allegedly. Yeah, don't do anything, but maybe go and look at it. Yeah, um, go take uh, some snapshots. So, send them through the DMs. So this woman and, and three other women uh, named... Uh, in that in that uh, controversial sort of plea deal, uh, who were granted immunity, they all lived at the 66th Street address. Ugh. I uh, mean, I've got the willies. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I've had the willies literally the entire time <laughs> here. Uh, his lawyer has a, a dr- corporate address there. Um, basically. In the Little Black Book, his his 66th Street uh, address was listed as, as Jeffrey's, and it is circled in red by the deceased butler, and it says, Apartment for Models, underneath it. What else is there to say? It's right there in the book. Yeah. Um, Barack, Ehud Barak, the former Israeli prime minister, was cited a lot in there, actually, as recently as this year. There's actually photographs of him coming in and out of both this place and Epstein's mansion that are pretty recent as well. Yeah, with models as well. Yeah. Um, so... Oof. So the big news this week, the one that everyone was tweeting about... The kind of headline that you wake up every morning praying to see. Jeffrey Epstein hoped to seed human race with his DNA. This is Pulitzer written all over it, if you ask me. This is one of the greatest articles ever written. <laughs> this is like the interview with Hitler mixed with the interview with Franco mixed with the interview with Mussolini. This is an entertaining rip-roaring ride from start to finish. Jeffrey E. Epstein. The E stands for Edward? The E does stand for Edward, yes. Jeffrey Einstein Eddie Epstein. Epstein. <laughs> Jeffrey Eddie Epstein. The wealthy financier, who was accused of sex trafficking, had an unusual dream. He hoped to seed the human race with his DNA by impregnating women at his vast New Mexico ranch. And this ranch is fucking vast. I have been looking at aerial <laughs> pictures and like sideways aerial pictures and like sideways from the other angle aerial pictures of this thing, reading fucking documents like filed in uh, the, the, the Stanley court about it. Uh this ranch is huge. It is valued at $12 million. It's a big ranch. That is the budget for the entire state of New Mexico. Seriously? Yeah. $12 million, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Women don't be knowing how budgets work. Am I right, fellas? No, we use the other side of our brain. Yeah, that's true. Also, they just borrow the credit card. <laughs> that's why we couldn't let Hillary become president. Yeah, uh, women be shop- presidents be shopping. She would have just bought a bunch of shit. Uh, so this place is called Zorro Ranch. That's so okay. So here's my thing. So Thank God, as I'm finally we, gonna learn your thing. <laughs> as we know, Mr. Eddie Epstein uh-huh. 
uh, loves a name joke with his dumbass MC squared shit. My dude does love an Epstein joke, yeah. So what the fuck is up with Zorro? So I think it's called Zorro Ranch because uh, it, it's it's located in a pretty remote part of New Mexico, about an hour uh, hour away from Santa Fe. And it's actually next to a lot of old movie sets where they used to film westerns. Zorro, I was a huge Zorro fan as a kid. Possibly they filmed Zorro on that property? That's the only thing I can figure. The other thing I figure is that uh, he is is cutting the Z of Pedavizilia <laughs> throughout <laughs> a, New Mexico. That sounds like a prescription with some bad side effects. Pedavizilia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I take that for my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Epstein's vision reflected his long-standing fascination with what has become known as transhumanism, the science of improving the human population through technologies like genetic engineering and artificial intelligence. Personally, I don't think they should let transhumans play sports. <laughs> that's about no, I'm serious. That's a, it's uh, about third steroids. rail, third rail. <laughs> no, 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 no. Transhumans. Uh, so Epstein, as we all know, would surround himself would drape himself, would festoon himself <laughs> in scientists, right? He kind of fancied himself like a big thinker. Oh, God, these fucking dorks. Sex dorks. This is like a real scourge. Kill all nerds. <laughs> if you have an IQ over 70, I'm going to put you in a fucking hole. <laughs> we need to commandeer the ranch. Mm. Honestly, I would bring, I'm sorry to bring him up again, I would bring Pol Pot back just to take over New Mexico and solve this problem. But yeah, this ranch is, it appears to be like his science stuff was kind of focused on this ranch. This ranch is the nexus of the science story. He did have those conferences on St. James and in the Virgin Islands. The ranch Well, yeah, stuff because you can't be, host a conference and be like, come to New Mexico. It's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, come to the Caribbean. But it also Fuck seems yeah. like there might be maybe a laboratory in New Mexico. One adherent of transhumanism said that he and Mr. Epstein, this is at the conference in the Caribbean, uh-huh. discussed the financiers. I hate how they call him a financier. It's, yeah. It's so New York. What he, I mean, he did finance York, things. Failing New York Times, man. If I give a woman $20, am I a financier? Yes. Okay. Our producer, Young Chomsky, says I am. And so I'm also a financier and pedophile hunter. That makes me cooler than Epstein. One adherent of transhumanism said that he and Mr. Epstein discussed. It's like a fucking freaky Willy Wonka. It's good though because we can just like control F financier through the New York Times after we win and arrest everybody that even appears in an article with that word. Mr. Epstein told this person that he wanted his head and penis to be frozen. So his head. Of his body, and the, also the penis of his body to be frozen in ice? Yes. So, <laughs> but how about the head of his penis? I think that's included. Uh, so, I am picturing here a man 200 years in the future. His body is the golden bronze body of an android god. Epstein's relatively massive head with its mane of white hair. And his egg-shaped penis. Remember that when you remember when you hear that Epstein wanted to freeze his penis. That his penis is, according to lawyers in court, this is on the record, shaped like an egg. Allegedly. Allegedly shaped like an egg. Uh, so he wanted. Perhaps he just wanted that for posterity and size. He could already have a different penis on him. Yeah, maybe he needs science to take a look at it. Personally, I don't want anyone cutting off my penis after I die for ritual, etc. purposes. I mean, I'm going to say something a little bit controversial. Okay. I think Jeffrey is a delusion. Delusion. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. This is the body without organs. Okay, the penis is an organ. <laughs> Mr. Epstein is attempting to transcend uh-huh. our mortal existence so he he basically is is saying that that the life of epstein the essence of epstein the soul of epstein doesn't belong to the body of epstein yeah he's he's just gonna keep his head in his dick i guess the penis is an organ he can't he can't fully commit to being delusion how is this gonna work 
Does it just get like Frankensteined on like another, like a robot? Literally, what other option is there? (laughs) Yes, that's what he wants. Jeffrey Epstein believes that in the future, apparently, he will be able to fuck using a robot's body and his egg shape. So, like, if he's got a small, weird dick. We don't say small here. We actually, (laughs) I want to be clear that we actually have not said he has a small penis. He just has an egg shaped penis. I've never seen an egg shaped one. I have seen penises. Peni of all <laughs> sizes, shapes, colors, smells, stenches, and uh, let's say worm-like demeanors. <laughs> I have never seen a penis that started off narrow at the bottom, was engorged in the middle, and ended in a small head. Have you? <laughs> no. What? Like, like, like a? Yes, like an egg. <laughs> like an egg. Maybe they mean a cooked egg. I mean, maybe I it's don't. flat. It's bigger and, than before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's flat, white, and a little yellow at the top. Um, apparently, this is sort of a little, con- uh, excuse me, tangential here. Henry Rollins had a dick like two cans of beans stacked on one another. What the hell does that mean? Well, it, just like girth? Girth and apparently flat at the top. <laughs> okay. I choose a literal reading of it. Epstein sounds like the Hindenburg. The famous episode. <laughs> like the way that it's shaped. Yes, 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 yes. The flaming Hindenburg of Jeffrey Epstein's loins. <laughs> I just I just don't know. I I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's gross. Okay, let's keep going then. So Epstein so freezing your head and your and parts of your body or your whole body after death is part of what's called cryonics. Now, I wanna be clear here. Cryonics is not real. It is basically a scam that who people I really respect because it's a good good scam uh they do to rich people because it's it's very expensive where they where they freeze them it's basically consumer fraud and if you look at any website of any of these places it says this is not consumer fraud and they word everything very carefully (laughs) but it is consumer fraud they won't say they will never say that they'll they will be able to revive you after death but the implication here is that they will be able to revive you after death the Eventually. big one is Alcon, right? Who? Alcon. I think that's yes, the big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's also, of course, the rumors that Walt Disney is frozen. Yeah, I totally to believe be revi- that. Revived to say the N word when it becomes okay again. And he was kind of Nazi friendly. Uh, yes, yes, he was. And that's a big thing that keeps coming up, um, which I think we're going to talk about ex- in our exclusive exclusive episode to Patreons. The but- Nazi links. Not just the Nazi links, but that that transhumanism is really born from this like long-standing eugenics that's kind of comes to America from, you know, Nazi scientism. It's actually and it actually went to Nazi scientism from America before well, yeah. that too. Yeah, but yeah, eugenics has always been sort of the realm of the upper classes, right? Sure. Uh, and and it's no surprise that as as technology has marched onwards. So too has their their ideas have expanded as well, uh, and there is a lot uh, there. We did a, we're doing a deep dive as Liz said uh, into transhumanism and how it relates to Jeffrey Epstein on our exclusive episode this week. Um, but let me say that 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 Epstein's fascination with it and apparently like financial like contributions to the cause uh, is something to keep an eye on because it is. Pretty spectacular. Although the cryonics thing kind of belies how stupid these motherfuckers are, because it's literally like there is. It's not like they just haven't discovered the technology yet. Like it's actually impossible to ever revive you with a working brain uh, after you die. Like it's just it's it's it would take an act of God to be able to do that. It's not just something we haven't discovered yet. So he is a dumb motherfucker in that regard. I mean, these people believe that they're close. Yeah, absolutely. And they're I, probably. Closer than we know. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone out there is is, is, is listening to this and being like, well, I think AI is kind of cool or I think like th- these things are kind of great. No, they're not. <laughs> You're wrong. You should subscribe. And that means you have to subscribe to the $30 a month Patreon thing because <laughs> you're scum. At one session at Harvard, Mr. Epstein criticized efforts to reduce starvation and provide health care to the poor because doing so increased the risk of overpopulation. Mm. Steven Pinker said that he rebutted this argument. Steven Pinker, who has been famously linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. Citing research showing that high rates of infant mortality simply caused people to have more children. Mr. Epstein seemed annoyed. And a Harvard colleague later told Mr. Pinker that he had been, quote, voted off the island 
and was no longer welcome at Mr. Epstein's gatherings. So the overpopulation sort of myth that we that, that we should talk about is actually a huge sort of uh, topic among the upper class, a sinister one too. Yeah. If you look at like sort of the main proponent of this, although he doesn't often say it sort of outright, is Bill Gates, Bill Melinda Gates right. and, and the Gates Foundation. If you look at a lot of their targets, which are these sort of uh, countries in Africa, uh, they... They talk about overpopulation and they, they, they go really hard on birth control there. Of course, the average person like peasant in, you know, Somalia and Africa, I mean, the carbon footprint of that person is maybe one one hundredth of like, Oh, I'm sorry. Are you suggesting that Bill Gates perhaps has a large carbon footprint? Yes. I, I, <laughs> I, I believe that perhaps focusing your efforts on depopulating the third world should maybe be focused towards the actual people doing I mean, the like, you have to be a real fucking dumbass to have your, like, pet theory be rebuked by Steven Pinker. Yeah, that's true. Like, come on. I know. And it's, and it's real it's, meeting of the minds here. And we, we should actually do a, do more of a deep dive into overpopulation myths as well, because it's actually like. Well, if you want to see the real grim expression of overpopulation. Do I? Did you see Avengers? I uh, did not okay. see that movie. So You told me yesterday that superhero movies were stupid. They are stupid. Okay, but we can like stupid things. I never said I liked it. We can watch them. I see lots of things I don't like, okay. like your face. Oh, she does see my face, though. <laughs> anyway, so wh- I remember when I watched the Avengers movie, I was like, I was sitting in the theater, and I could not believe what I was watching, because uh-huh. basically the whole plot is that um, the big bad guy, okay, there's going to be like superhero people listening to this, and they're going to... Th- they're just gonna like get so mad at me for bastardizing this. But just remember, I'm a girl and I don't give a shit about any of this dumbass nerd shit. So bear with me. But so the evil guy, Thanos, his whole thing is that he has to, in order to save the universe, because we were, the whole universe is using way too much, too many resources and there's too many people. The only way to save the universe from, like destroying itself is to eliminate half of the population, but to do so randomly and doing so randomly is kind. And what's like so pernicious about this and the whole movie that was so weird is that he was presented as some kind of anti-hero and there was all these like content pieces that were like, is Thanos right? Or there was Uh like a hashtag that like Thanos was right and like all this shit. But it's like, no, like the problem isn't that there's two. I mean, this is just basic one-on-one. The problem isn't, that there aren't enough resources. The problem is the distribution of resources. I would agree with that completely. But so you're watching like a 200 billion trillion whatever uh-huh. blockbuster by the biggest corporation. Is that Walt Disney Company? Yes, which, by the way, has a lovely rich history of working with the United States government on propaganda. Absolutely. The movie of the summer basically making an argument an anti-hero argument that mm-hmm. you're supposed to disavow as you sort of treat it yeah. as something maybe a little interesting to get behind. Mm-hmm. That's talking about uh, destroying half of the world in order to save the world. Well, this idea is presented to us a lot. I mean, look at like look at the the huge explosion of sort of post-apocalyptic future, and which which a lot of which like post-apocalyptic media, which a lot of which sort of portrays. The present, you know, sort of the pre-apocalyptic times, as this kind of decadent, uh, you know, overpopulated, crowded thing where where people have sort of lost their connection to the land. A man can't be a man, etc. Um, and 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 to think that this is just some random thing that media companies just do whatever. I mean, you're listening to the wrong podcast, buddy. Yeah, I mean that's just uh, yeah, that's just silly. Although the movie about me will be will be good and not propaganda. <laughs> Just kidding. I have no connection to it. Anyway, I just, you know, I think this stuff is really pernicious. And I think that people don't realize how much it's pushed on us through the media, through pop culture. Like you you mentioned Bill Gates and philanthropic organizations. Uh And I think, you know, we all goofed on this Epstein article and ha ha ha. He wants to freeze his dick, which, yes, hilarious. and freaky a good idea also perhaps if the science is right <laughs> but you know what's you know underneath this 
is a real darkness, which is that, you know, these are the leading scientists at Harvard University mm-hmm. discussing eradication theory. Yeah. Yeah. They're exterminationists, like, at their core. And that's what eugenics really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it talks about sort of this positive thing of, you know, of building this new sort of new man, new woman, new race. Uh, but but what does that mean for 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 those of us who are not part of the project? And I think you can put two and two together and realize that it's a pretty grim future for the rest of us. So a funny thing also that Epstein did was his, so his idea was he wanted to inseminate, what was it, 20 girls a day at his ranch? That's like, <coughs> I mean, go for it, I guess. That's a lot of sex. Well, one one imagines that he would probably only have sex with a couple and probably use some sort of like cow inseminator for the rest or something. Oh, you don't think the egg can can get the job done? Actually, I'm sure my man has some medication that allows him Ugh, to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So I retract gross. that. It does remind one. Of the SS farms uh, that they would use to breed uh, for for SS unmarried SS soldiers, yeah, uh, or for the for 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 blonde perfect Aryan women that they had all do over. Do people know Europe. about that? Uh, I'm not sure if they do. Well, if they don't know about that, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the SS, the Schutzstaffel, which was the German sort of the oh the Nazi party armed wing and security wing. It started off as a bodyguard for Adolf Hitler. Blah blah blah. Uh, they you know the scary guys in black. Um, so there was then they're the sort of of all the of the Nazi apparatus. They're the one that's well the one that's second most the second most one connected to the occult. The first most we'll go into in a different episode, uh, and, and to these sort of these racialized theories uh, or these racial theories. And what they were trying to do is basically make a new race of Aryans because there's not a lot of perfect Aryans out there as, as, <laughs> as, as you discover. Uh, and so they had basically these farms where women and men were bred like pigs. Uh, usually, I think it was all for SS male yeah. SS soldiers. Uh, they would they would have sex with either local by sex. I mean, basically rape. Uh, Not lo- basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but there was somewhere in Germany where it's. I'm sure that these people were also Nazis. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever you call it, it's disgusting. Uh, and uh, one of the people from ABBA was actually born from one of these. Is that couples. real? Yep. I didn't know that. It is true. ABBA sis. Is ABBA canceled? Oh, oh yeah, because of Nazi baby. The Nazi eugenics band. Well, that's why they're so good. Yes. Wait, uh, no. Wait, we should... <laughs> Anyways, this reminds you a lot of this because those were, those were often run like farms. I mean, obviously, there's like sort of the metaphor. It's a farm. These people are bred like pigs. But they, they really were farms too. And Epstein, his Zorro Ranch, well, there are a lot of barns there. There are a lot of stables there. There are, unfortunately, have not been any animals discovered there, which is... Gives one a creepy feeling. So it sounds like some facilities. It sounds like some facilities, perhaps. Uh, uh, the baby ranch. The baby ranch has to remind somebody about this. It has to remind remind one who researches it about that. Um, I don't know anything about hacking. Uh huh. I do. I wish I did. Like I said, I'm a girl, so I don't know about these nerd things. Mm-hmm. But I'm, a cool I'm gonna guy, just so put an alleged wish out there for an, right. as an alleged. Throw it into the world. Set your intention. If one was so inclined to figure out Jeffrey Epstein's Amazon account, Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be interesting information. I think it would be really interesting information to figure out Jeffrey Epstein's Amazon account. As an alleged wish of an alleged wish-haver. Mr. Anonymous, if you're out there, (laughs) I love your movie, V for Vendetta. I love Guy Fawkes Uh masks. I love also Guy Fawkes. He's foxy. Yeah. Fox. He's also a cool guy. Uh, if you're listening, please get into the mainframe, tap into the database and get us this information. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Alleged information. Yes. Um, so Epstein's, uh, he got his idea for this baby farm from well, something called the Repository for Germinal Choice, Ugh. which is a, there's actually a bunch of Slate articles about it, right? Yeah, that was, so that was weird. David Plotz, Uh who's like now, I mean, so this was in like the early 2000s that he's writing this. Now he's like, I don't know if he's still at Slate or what his whole deal is. But he is pathetic. Fellow podcaster. He is? Not pathetic. (laughs) Um, But he did a long series for Slate, basically looking into this institute, Uh linked to it, 
Um, we'll put one of the links in the on the podcast page so you guys can look at this. But um, so it's a, investigating basically um, who these donors were. So, do you, Brace, do you want to give an overview of the institute really quick? The institute? Or the repository? Repository, whatever, yes. So the repository was started basically by the scam artist promising high IQ babies, 175 IQ, mm -hmm. Nobel Prize winners, uh, all these academics, and I believe it produced around 200 children. Right, but so it also basically like switched the model of like the modern sperm bank. It was the first sort of instance where women were like basically able to pick donations or donors based on genetic profiling but it really pioneered that sort of donor choice yeah yeah for yeah. the modern sperm bank and that's a big thing now now i mean what's what's this yeah, yeah what's it's called in vitro and all that shit you can pick whether your baby is a big ass dick it's fucking cool as shit whether <laughs> no. it's gonna be bullied whether it's gonna be good at eating pussy <laughs> uh all this different shit obviously my parents picked checked yes on all the boxes Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a really interesting phenomenon, you know, um, thinking about it. But anyway, so this Slate um, this slate series basically uh, looks into the, the repository and tries to find not just babies that were born uh -huh. and see, like, basically, are they genius babies? Mm -hmm. But also kind of looking into who the donors were. Yeah. Um, if anyone kind of knew people that were going on with and it. And they found out a lot of the donors were not exactly Nobel Prize winners, right? Anyways, that's where Epstein got this whole kind of cockamamie idea. Yeah, so basically it's this sort of like genius sperm bank mixed with Nazi breeding farm. Uh, uh, why, do, why do they call a sperm bank and not a nut hut? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and... He would he he had these dinner parties and and the, some of the guests sort of thought that he was using these dinner parties, which were invited women to smart women and such, as um, places to kind of test out what people he might want to uh, inject his uh, jism into. Ugh. Uh, this idea didn't, uh, as far as we know, didn't pan out though. Correct. Well, I don't think that he got it off the ground. No, but it was the plan. <laughs> So he also, this talks about how some of his, his interests were, uh, uh, like by, by that, I mean, businesses he controlled were engaged in DNA analysis. Uh, he gave $20,000 to the Transhumanist Institute, right? Yes. Uh, and, and basically, like, it really shows Epstein as, as not a ma necessarily a major player in the field, but definitely somebody who, who supported and kept up on a lot of it. I mean, the man was a voracious reader, as we've seen earlier. <laughs> I mean, he seems like kind of a doofus with a lot of a lot of cash to burn, clearly, it's, and not a lot of morals. It's funny. Dershowitz is, of course, mentioned in this article. No. Dershowitz keeps just having lunch with Jeffrey Epstein. Who, oh, you know, it's so weird. I just hate having lunch with this convicted. Um, well, half-convicted child, alleged child molester. Uh, it just keeps happening. I love food. Uh, Dershowitz can never turn down a lunch. Anyway, so he Dershowitz says he was appalled at how Epstein kept steering the conversation towards how, how humanity could be improved using um, certain methods to weed out certain genetics. Yeah, I don't think that Dershowitz was that appalled. Yeah, I don't think so either. Dershowitz, I mean, I, I would be if I was him. Dershowitz does not appear to have what you might call good genetics. <laughs> Perhaps that's what he took issue with. He knew that his time was up. He just surrounded himself with these scientists, and he would pitch these kind of crazy nutball eugenicist ideas at them and see what stuck. And and all of them, of course, are denying it head to toe right now. But if you think some yeah, of these people... Yeah, see, I take issue with that. This whole framing, like, these guys were like, whoa, this is the craziest thing I ever heard. I, I just kept I, hanging out with them. I never had any intention of following through with that. I'm just a... I'm just a poor little scientist. I've never heard of eugenics. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, 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 buddy. Yeah, this is... there. I think there's a lot of scientists out there doing a lot of covering in their tracks um, and sort of spreading, yeah, shooting mean, shotgun blasts and names in the air, hoping that that will sort of seed the field with so many names that obviously all these people couldn't be involved with it. Yeah, and, you know, the merging of science and technology, these people, you know, it's, they're not, they're not, outside of this realm they're very very much working within this discipline and they think humanity is the devil 
Like that is. <laughs> I don't, what do you mean? That's just the name of a good integrity album. Uh. <laughs> no, but they uh, they do. They I think I think they do have this sort of contempt with humanity that you find among like the super smart people. Well, the super smart and the super rich. Yeah. Who 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 would have who thought it? Hang out together a lot. Yeah. So um, I don't buy it. I think that these scientists were completely in on it. And they're going to conferences where all of this is being explicitly discussed. And they're all implicated. And, and, and it's not exactly... I mean, the funding from a lot of this stuff comes from some very specific rich people. Uh, and to think that they turned down Epstein's money just because he did something so human and so simple as uh, trafficking sex slaves, uh, that, that is absurd. Um, allegedly, these people were definitely up to something. Um, Ugh, this stuff makes me feel sick. Let's talk about it for another hour. Yeah, I would love to, Miss <laughs> Franzak. Um, thank you for joining us again on the uh, Truanon. We're opening up the Ep Files. Let me try that again. <laughs> thank you for joining us once again on Truanon, the Ep Files. Um, I'm Kevin Bracy. I already made that joke. Who else can I be? Uh, I'm Belden Epstein. No, that one's <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Belle Brace, Defile. What? Brace, you worked at a pizza place. Uh, is this a bit? Did, or do you actually think that? Didn't you did? Didn't you work at Arnell's? I just used to hang at Arnell's. Uh, oh, so you just hung out around a lot of cheese pizza. First time I ever did cocaine uh, was off of a pan at Arnell's Pizza when I was 17 years old. They also <laughs> filmed a porno in there. You are always at porno shows. I wasn't at the porno. They just filmed one in there. I thought you it was crazy. You went to the beauty bar one. I d- you didn't you? No. I, for some reason, I have a memory of you. Also oh my god, being I was there. not there. It was just. We'll the- talk about. There was, you did have a connection to it. We'll talk about that after. Okay, I don't. I was n- no. She was not there. I was there, and you can you can find video of it. Ugh, I didn't. Degenerates, all of you. Well, first of all, I left after 30 minutes, although I was the last of the five of us to leave. The lady did lick Rincon's leather jacket, uh, and they did, did this. She did a lot of stuff. It was fucking insane. How do you know what she did? Because people showed me photos. Yeah, I got. All those Kentuckys. Uh, the guy, the guy who was in the, 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 one of the male actors, James Dean, was later canceled for Wait, surprise, James surprise. Dean was there? Not like the dead one. No, I know the, the porn star. Yeah, that was he, the dude. That he was, was one there? of the dudes. I, I I didn't know who oh, he was. Oh shit! This was early. I asked him how much he got paid. He said two hundred dollars, which does not seem. Oh, great. so he was. This was early in his career because he became a big star, right? I think he was becoming a big star while this was happening. Uh, this was like what two thousand. This is like twenty ten, twenty eleven. Corners of my mind. <laughs> uh, I should have arrested them all then and Misty there. Misty watercolored memories. There was a bunch of goblin looking guys. Of the way we were wearing sweatpants, walking around, jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein.